I'm just looking at ESPN right now, and they're uh, they're trying to say is Dak Prescott playing better than Jalen Hurts right now? That's the debate that they're having on. Uh, it's week to week, isn't it? Although oh, Dak course. Prescott's been putting up, and I'm guessing we'll put up big numbers again tonight. Should be a fun one tonight. You really think it's going to be like a close game? No. Oh, but I. You, you're just first talking of all, for Thursday night purposes. You know, a blowout is okay because he can get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, like I don't know it. about you, but I do. I you know I do enjoy watching Dallas play. I, I think they're always an, so does everybody an intriguing else. Team. I, I they they're a ratings king, and yes. they're a very intriguing team. I think their defense is really good. Their offense clearly is putting up big numbers. Just think of all the professional sports in the world. In the world, that's probably the most recognizable brand outside of maybe the Yankees. It's the most valuable. Ten billion. Ten billion dollars. Oh yeah, of course. By far. Number one, maybe the uh, Yankees. That logo is maybe more recognizable. Well, that one's world, that one's perhaps, up there too. The Yankees are also one of the most valuable properties in the world. But the Cowboys are the kings of that league, man. Imagine it, them getting the Super Bowl in Vegas. Ooh, take all the seats themselves. That would be. Tell you I, what, I know a team that make a fun matchup with the with the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're right, but I don't want to get ahead of myself, man. I I hate I hate to say this, but take care of the teams you have in front of you, right? Beat the teams you're supposed to, and you're a big favorite in the next three weeks. You're a week-to-week type of guy. I like that. I just don't want it because it, it, it happens to almost every team in the end. It happened to the Eagles. The Eagles have one loss. <laughs> it's to the Jets. How did that happen? How do the Jet? How how do the Eagles lose to the Jets? And I, I know how because I remember coming. Jalen Hurts turned it over like four times through like four interceptions, including a pick six at the end of the game. But as pathetic they as the Jets are, their defense is is pretty good. It's really. good. I think that their defense played great against the Dolphins. To be quite honest with you, they just get they get put in such ridiculous positions. The wear and tear. You yeah. You, they they just kill you. They because stopped the Dolphins what two three times on, in the red zone. They're on their end of the field so, to start somebody, that game. Oh, you know, I was talking to Bo about this, Kim Bo Camper, and and Bo brought up this point because their third down, their the, the third down offense for the Jets is like, like it's not only bad, it's like one of the worst in history since they've been keeping, like, like it's really bad. Like they got games they go for eleven on on third down. So think about all the times you go three and out on that team. And you're just sitting your big 300 butt pound butt down on the bench, and they go, "All right, guys, get ready. Third down. You guys are up." I think after a while, where you don't have six and seven minute drives, which in real time can be like 15 minutes, 12 minutes, 13 minutes off to sit over there and and relax a little bit, and you got to go right back out. You're pissed. And, like, you know it's going to happen, but, like, damn, guys, not only do we got to go right back out, but we're starting in crappy field position. You turned it over. Like, I, I just think that's. What's the fact you know you're going to lose because your offense just can't score? Right. Like, you know you have no chance. You can go out there. You can play as hard as you possibly can. Right. Hell, you can even get a pick six, and you're still going to lose. Because your offense is so pathetic. That's got to be tough. So let me tie this to it. So Aaron Rodgers is real serious about within the next 21 days or so coming back and trying to start with 
all the other problems they've had, does he think he's going to make that much of a difference? And by the way, does he think, unless he gets rid of the ball too fast, that he's going to be – they're already getting rid of the ball. Like, all they do is throw Brees Hall, swing passes and short dump-off passes underneath, throw to their tight end a little bit. That's it. That's the offense. That's uh, I think it'd be fun to watch him try. Oh, I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers back a couple weeks for a Dolphins game. Love, love to see that. But uh, hey, I got to I got to tell you the story. I I said it earlier today. Woody, can you imagine your career's been over for a long, long time? You're Scott Mitchell. You're sitting at home, and you find out that there's a documentary on a guy you played with, in Barry Sanders. It's called Bye Bye Barry. One of the greatest running backs to, you know, never win a Super Bowl. They went through the whole thing. And so, and, and Barry's one of the great players of all time. Just, there's no question about it. I mean, he, he, some of the runs he made were just ridiculous. Some of the things, if you've seen the old highlights of Barry Sanders and, and the lovable losers, the Lions teams that he played on, to, that got him actually to quit while he was still, like, in the prime of his career. He said, that's it. I'm done. Anyway, so you're watching this going, wow, this ought to be interesting. I played with Barry Sanders for for five years. Let me see what he has to say. And you hear everybody going, yeah, if he would have had a friggin' quarterback, he could have won Eminem, Jeff Daniels, his head coach that played, and Barry Sanders even comes out and says some things. So Scott Mitchell, if you haven't seen it, says, I watched the documentary and he starts with, you know, really disappointed about what was said. But, man, Barry Sanders, not the best all-around running back, but did things nobody else could do. So he paid him a compliment and, you know, and, and stuff. And then he got into F.U. Eminem, F.U. Jeff Daniels, uh, and started ripping everybody, took shots at him about – and he goes into my head coach now taking shots. We needed a we needed a Super Bowl quarterback like Joe Montana or Warren Moon, just to go back in time to give you an idea. And um, and he's so he got bashed in this thing. Scott Mitchell, of course, is down here backing up Dan Marino, and he just unloads on everybody. And he and he and the very end of it is the best part. Now this is not part of the documentary. This is him just watching and then coming out on social media and and letting people have it. And hey Barry, um, why don't you go back and look at your numbers in the playoffs and how good you were? They're not very good. Oh my God, how, how rough is that for if you're Scott Mitchell watching this? I'm guessing it sounds like he had no idea, right? So he sits down and watching it, and they're going, yeah, we just didn't have a quarterback the whole time. It's brutal out there. The quarterback stuff never stops, man. It just never comes to an end. So all those guys apparently – want to go after Eminem, by the way. He's, one, he's not, oh, no, not he, someone you want to insult. Yeah, he, he I might. don't know if he's going to be coming out with any new music anytime soon. He might, be, uh, he might be mellowing out, though, after all the stuff, but – He's old now, by the way. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's, He's like 50-something. Probably like, ah, I don't care about that stuff. I did all that no, stuff. No, he cares. He gets riled up still. He does? Oh, yeah. Oh. Scott friggin' Mitchell, man. I forgot he was even the quarterback for five of Barry Sanders' great years. I had no idea. Yeah, time uh, just crazy, crazy stuff. Anyway, hey, another story. I didn't hit you with, but I was waiting. 
Did you see the Jim Irsay story here recently? We didn't talk about his 2014 arrest for operating a vehicle while intoxicated. The Colts owner said the police were prejudiced against him because he's a rich white billionaire. That's a new angle. So he said, yeah, everybody knew, and 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 they're like, hey, man, you're all over the road, whether, you know, whatever you were on, and I guess he had all kinds of pills in there and stuff, and anybody who follows this Jim Mercer, the owner of the Colts, realizes that my man's, he's had a few bouts with with going to rehab. I mean, he, he, he'd been in rehab a, a few times. Yeah, that's been well documented. Yes. So that's a new one. The, the rich white, oh, hey. The owner of the team, that's him, the billionaire. Let, let's go ahead. I got one better for you. If I got that kind of money, I'd probably have somebody pick me up or have a full-time driver like most of those guys have. Most of those guys don't drive their own cars. Most of the guys in that billionaire club that own teams, they have their own services for their players to have rides. To make sure if they get in a bad situation, they they can call a car service and and they can get a ride home. Just ridiculous. People don't even comment. He's been an ass clown so many times, people no longer even talk about Jim Irsay. Yep. Yep. I got pulled over because I'm a rich white billionaire. He really is a mess. I don't know how he keeps that team. How's he keep it? He inherited the team from his dad. Yeah, but don't they at some point, like you do enough clown stuff, they force you to sell. What he did with Jonathan Taylor was insane, remember? Yeah, but you end up giving him the money after all that. After saying all that stuff, nobody will care who he is or when they're gone. Yeah, no, he made sure to let him know you're not important at all. So anyway, he ends up, and he comes back and ends up paying the guy's money. He ends up getting a couple years on a contract. Yeah, he is, uh, he he just feels, it seems like, he needs to be in the middle of everything, and um, I guess they say he does a lot of good stuff. He gives a lot of money to charity and, and does a lot of stuff, but I don't think a lot of people are feeling badly when they saw him getting pulled over, and he was the lead story up there in Indianapolis on the news, and he tried to come out with that, this is what happens to rich white billionaires. The police are waiting for us. I, I, I haven't heard that one. We heard it in different situations, but never that one. And then the other part is, why wouldn't you have somebody just drive you? Whether you're getting out of rehab or leaving a club at night, whether you're with somebody you should be or should not be with, maybe it'd be a good idea to have somebody drive you or drive your own car for you. Just a just a weird one, Woody. Just a weird one. I had to. I had to release that this morning. A lot of lot of stuff to, to still get to here. Uh, stay with us. Got a lot of buildup there in that. I, I have a little buildup. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's a you all right Thursday buildup. Huge big Friday tomorrow. Man, I got to. Can man. I tell you what happened? Sure. Well, my wife. Oh boy. Says to me, "Hey, um, what do you got going on Friday?" I said. I don't know. I'm leaving Saturday morning for Washington D.C., and I was talking about seeing a good friend of mine, the head coach, for you know, Ron Rivera. And I saw. I'm looking forward to seeing Ron out on the field, and some of his assistants also went to Cal that 
have been with them. And she goes, oh, oh, what about Friday? It's our anniversary. Is that a big one to forget? I know the birthday is. Well, I don't anniversary. you want to forget any of them, yeah. I mean, what year is this? 28. I've been t- Not ideal. <laughs> you just completely wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> you do this every year, I feel like, though. So I used to have a guy that was really good about sending me my anniversary. Did he die? Maybe the guy passed away or moved away. Hopefully moved it's, away. It's possible. I mean, it's a long time. The guy used to always years. send stuff. Hey, heads up to Joe. His anniversary is coming up. She goes, uh, I said, oh, my God, I was going to ask you. Uh, it's cover. I go, what would you like? And uh, she goes, same thing you get me every year. A nicer <laughs> present yeah. for, for Christmas. Like, it, it was just a disaster, and I felt, I it actually, I felt terrible. You should feel terrible. No, I, I do. That's I don't bad. need you to beat me up. I'm just talking to you. Why don't you get it, like, yeah, you'll put it in your phone or something as, like, a recurring thing? I used to have two daughters I could trust, and this guy that would text in, hey, don't forget, your anniversary is the same time as mine. It's coming up. Oh, thanks, man. And I write it down. Your daughters are like grownups now. They're, it's not their football job to, season. To it's remember. just like it's just in the middle of football don't blame, season. Don't blame football season. No, no. And I, I just got. It's always football season. Remember, it's the league that never sleeps. You yeah. can't, you can't blame the NFL. That's a good your, point. I do say that. Ups. No, you're right. Yeah. Well, I got to talk about something else. I guess I won't have to worry about this uh, ED. Boy, guys, it's the holiday season, a time of love and joy, but if you suffer from erectile dysfunction, the season can be a tough one on you. If you got erectile dysfunction ED, you feel like you're 1 in 15 on the season, man. If you and your partner are experiencing struggles because of ED, change it up. You can. You can change it up quickly, too, because I got the folks at Landing Men's Clinic that can do it for you. Give you the best gift you can give, man, to somebody you really care about and love, treating your ED and restoring your relationship, really. And if you're going through it and you don't know what to do and you're sitting there laughing about it and apologizing about it and it's embarrassing and you realize it's not just a one-time deal, you've had it a second time and a third time and a fourth time, uh, do something about it. Go to Atlantic Men's Clinic for the holiday season, right? You owe it to both of you to do it. And I'm telling you, you'll get a wonderful, wonderful relationship back together. And uh, they have treatments with success rates well over 90%. Some treatments can even get you going a little longer and, and faster after you have these treatments. And I just tell everybody, I had great results. Thousands of men here in South Florida are now going to Atlantic Men's Clinic because they get great results. Schedule a consultation. Get it ready to go. Your initial visit includes medical uh, consultation with the folks that are professional and really good. A T and a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you. Your initial consultation is free. Um, and you're going to get great results with their professionals over there. You really are. They got six locations throughout South Florida. What are you waiting for? Most men wait way too long because you don't know how to deal with this frustration you have. Well, get to one of them that's close to you. I go to the plantation one, and you can have great results right away. 877-455-7300. Or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Atlantic Men's Clinic really can make your holiday season with ED and low T go away and really enjoy yourself with the greatest gift of all. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I would say any uh, quarterback in the league would probably get down on themselves the way I get down on myself uh, when it comes to turnovers. You know, it, especially when, when your defense is playing well and uh, you turn the ball over, none of us you know, try to do that. We don't ever want that to happen, but we do know it's a part of the game that we play. Um, so games are never won in the first, second, or third quarter, and I understand that. And as we went into halftime, I knew that I just had to come out and uh, just continue to, to play the football that I should be playing to the standard that I expect from myself and my teammates expect from me. And uh, we had to play those those two quarters, you know, clean, and there was still one mishap that got to continue to, to clean up but outside of that, you, you just got to continue to play. Um, the games aren't won after you throw an interception in the first or second quarter. Tua Tungavailoa talking about the old turnover bug. He, he, listen, man, he, he gets it. Um, and, and I know it's got to get cleaned up. Everybody's talked about it. Oh, they got to clean. Yes, yes. The, the, the turnover bug has got to get cleaned up. There, there's no question about it. Three a game is just not. As you play against better teams, it's going to catch up to you. I, I don't disagree, and Tua knows that and everything else. But I will say this as far as – and I'm thinking while I'm saying this about Omar Kelly because he, he's been talking a lot. Oh, the offense is not the same. We're not as productive. Well, first of all, outside of the turnovers, which, again, way too many. Um, But you're still getting a lot of yards, and – and you're getting away. Well, we're starting to kick some field goals now, which we said Jason Sanders is going to have to kick some field goals, and he has last couple of weeks. But but I wanted to just say the thing that's really helped this team is the defense is has been really good. It's been really good. Kansas City, Patriots, Raiders, and uh, this last game against the Jets. It's it's been outstanding. Um. When you look at it, and so I'd say the defense has outplayed the offense basically for the last month of the season. Um, I I just think as long as the defense, and now in the top ten, what are they six or seven now in the league, uh, with the number one offense, which will continue to score, and and I you know I hope you can score thirty points on your own, and 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 those are great numbers. Probably gonna get more difficult, but I I just. As long as the defense starts picking it up the way they are, I just – the offense doesn't have to be as good. It just doesn't have to be as good as some of those gaudy numbers they put up early in the season. And they're still averaging over 30 points a game. Great numbers. But the defense has really helped it out. This is the most balanced team. I, I said about the offense, Now it's now it's officially the team – even with Jalen Phillips being out, because there's some depth at that position, that this is the best both sides of football team, football team, offense and defense, 
that we've had in 20-something years. We've had great defenses. Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, Tim Bowens, Pat and Sam on the outside. That, that defense is really good, and guess what? The offenses were terrible they played with, terrible. So we didn't win anything. We've had some great offenses through the years, great ones. But we didn't win anything as far as both sides of the football. And by the way, the defense may have a little more talent than the offense right now. That may be the case. And I'm not talking, well, I don't know how you can say that. You got Raheem Mostert and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell and Tua. You're right. And Teron Armstead when he plays and Robert Hunt playing at a high level. Connor Williams playing at a high level. And Austin Jackson playing at a high level. But saying all that, you look at the names on that defense, all three levels, and there is some guys that are balling. Balling. And and, and Cater Kohu is now your nickel guy, and you got two vets on the outside. And Javon Holland just makes one of the great plays of the year, and you know how good he is. It's say you're And the D-line with the rushers on the outside, the two tackles inside, it's um, – Got a lot of good players, man. I hate to waste this. I would hate to waste what they have on this football team right now and say, hey, we'll get them next year. You, you, you got you got to grab this thing on the ass right now and win with what you have. You can't load this thing up and may not be able to keep it all together next year. You got to take advantage of this roster that you have right now. Teron's going to be in and out. He may miss this week. Kendall Lamb, I I hope he can play. He's got a back problem too, and Keon Smith may have to play. Who knows? But you need to not screw this thing up. And by the way, a favorable schedule to put it nicely the next three weeks. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat the next three weeks. And then we'll go from there. We'll see what happens the last three weeks against three Really good football teams. Really good football teams. And by the way, we had uh, Pete Prisco on. I agree with one thing Pete Prisco said. There's one team that I do not want to open with in the playoffs off of what I've seen recently. I do not want to see the Buffalo Bills in last regular season game of the year and then play them again in the first round of the playoffs. Unless they lose a couple more guys, which, you know, anyway. I uh, I just wanted to bring that up here. He is right, though, by the way. Josh Allen is playing exceptional football right now. I know he's not getting a ton of help, and that receiver over there is a big pain in the ass, but he is playing his ass off. Yeah. He really is. I don't know if he's the best player in that game, though. Jalen Hurts is pretty freaking good. Ooh, that's a tough one. But, but I don't know, man. Josh, Josh is. Oh, no, like, he. So, so some of the throws he made in that game just goes to show you, like, why he still is in that elite category. You're talking about through the wind and rain and snow yes, on the sideline. Nasty yeah. at that game, and he just he slings it on a roll, man. Twenty five, thirty he, uh, yards. He did that last year in the playoffs, and we were we were all over him, man. We were giving him hell. Took the lead in the game and everything with uh, third string quarterback, and he made a couple throws down on the side, like 30 yards down the field. And you could tell the winds. You can see the flags and winds blowing pretty good. He's definitely uh, on the weatherproof team for sure on uh, on throwing the football. 
we got to go to break here, but uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, and by the way, to see who's going who's gonna to play because a lot of guys did not practice yesterday. I wouldn't read into it too much. Uh, but Teron Armstead, coach didn't make it sound. Again, you got to try to figure coach out because you, you, we got, we've gotten used to this. We can kind of get a feel for who's going to play this week and who might be a week away. But I'll tell you what, you get Robert Hunt back in that lineup and playing and not just suiting up, that would be huge as well. But Teron, listen, man, he's still really good when he plays. And and if not, Kendall Lamb's done a done a nice job. Good enough to beat this team. I'd like to, if we can, get to some text when we come back. Kendall Toyota text on people have been nice enough to uh text in here this morning. Somebody I agree. wished you a happy fourth of July. <laughs> that was so weird what you said. So all weekend, last weekend, you know, you're wishing people happy Thanksgiving, like two, three days after Thanksgiving. I guess it's a, like, I guess that's what you still do, right? Like I was seeing people on Saturday work, you you're like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. But if you want to wish me a happy you fourth, wish, I, I appreciate Pete, that. You wish Pete a happy holidays, and I asked you after. I, I didn't know what holiday you were referring to. We haven't hit December officially yet. Okay, we're still in November, so I didn't know which holiday you were referring going to get to. my Christmas tree today. Is that okay? You go real or artificial? I go real. Okay. Boy, they're expensive too. Those little trees. Good right, God, I never bought one. Up. I got to tell you though, you are very uh, environmentally friendly. You are always using scrap paper around the building. I do. So it's okay that you're going to cut down a tree for your personal <laughs> use in your home. <laughs> Hey, man, you know, the Catholics, one thing about the Catholics, all the churches have all those trees out in front of them. You you try to go to your local. How much does a tree cost? Like how much know. does a Christmas tree cost? I have no idea. None. Money must go to a good cause, right? Yeah, it goes back to the church if you're there, unless you go somewhere else. It goes in, yeah, somebody's. Where do you, you get them from, like, those tents that are around town, Yeah, right? there's tents everywhere. They're going to be going up any day now. Some of them are already up. Hey, uh, I got to tell you before I forget here, man. My God, I'm sitting here talking. Now you got me talking about wishing people a happy holiday too early and talking about the Christmas tree. And I forgot about your South Florida Chevy dealers, man. The ultimate gift. Well, I'll tell you what, Suburbans and Tahoe's. Oh, nice, big, comfortable Suburbans and Tahoe's. That, that's the way I'm rolling, man, until I die. Right there. Suburbans and Tahoe's. Big and comfortable. My gosh, they're fun. And uh, they've added more space to them, too, by the way. And then the Traverse, midsize SUV. I could go Traverse, too, because they're really roomy for a midsize SUV. And then you got the Trailblazers, the Equinox, and the Blazer. Again, the Equinox winning all kinds of awards because of all the style and substance we have with that smaller SUV part of the family. And then right over to Silverado Trucks, our number one seller for a reason. Strong, durable Silverado Trucks, a lot of different styles to fit your lifestyle, whether you need a full-time working truck, it's just you and a truck, and that's it, or you need a family truck. We got them all for you in every style and color you're looking for, new and used. And we've got convenient locations all over South Florida. Best cars, trucks, and SUVs we have ever had in the history of Chevrolet, and we've got something for everybody. If you haven't been to your Chevy dealer, like I said, man, when it comes to space, style, and look, Boy, it's never looked better than it does right now with convenient locations in Dade, Broward, and Monroe County. Find new roads and fall in love today at your South Florida Chevy dealer. 
All right, welcome back here. It's uh, time for a little fantasy football. We got to get our fantasy football report in there, Woody. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite segments here, man. This fantasy football update is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. How come you're not better at it? Excuse me? Nothing. Tito's Handmade Vodka on game day. Pour me in, coach. Find cocktail recipes for every fan at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. I got to tell you, since you, you took a shot at me there, Dan Day. <laughs> so Dan Day, who's out there, um, I guess he's working the next show. Um, we we went head-to-head. We had the, the QAM Fantasy League. Yeah. And I had – who played on Monday night? I don't even remember. The Vikings and the Bears. So I had the Vikings defense Oh, that going. field goal thriller. I had the Vikings defense – and they got a uh, they got like a sack fumble or something mm-hmm. at the end of the game, and I beat Dan Day by a half a point. Wow, by a half a point, it was a devastating loss for Dan Day. <laughs> Does he suck at it too? I don't think. <laughs> so here's the thing about fantasy football: I don't think anyone sucks, and I don't think anyone's an expert. It's it's so such a luck thing, like injuries. Yeah, too. no, it's just a complete luck thing. You get a guy like, you know, receiver, he gets stopped at the one-yard line, then the running back vultures the touchdown. Like, there a lot of, a lot of crap happens, all right? Anyway, you know who the number one quarterback is this week on ESPN? Ooh. Who do you think has the best matchup? Let me give you your choice. Tua. No, it's not Tua. Tua's number five. Okay. Dak Prescott comes in at number one, getting Seattle tonight. Jalen Hurts at two, Mahomes at three, C.J. Stroud. At four. Oh man, everybody likes uh, C.J. Stroud these days, man. He's uh, he's been very very popular in the fantasy world. Running back wise, you got uh, CMC at one, Kamara two, Eckler three, Pollard four, Travis Etienne at five. How about this Jameer Gibbs for Detroit? Comes in at number six. He's been really good. Uh, Kyron Williams at seven, Brees Hall at eight, Rashad is it Rashad or Rashad White? From the Bucks at uh, at nine, and then Zach Moss at ten. Pretty slim pickings on running backs there. Huh? Yeah, mm, that's. I'll tell you one thing. An easy one here. Brees Hall. Don't I know one thing? He'll get a lot of touches. They're going to wear his ass out. Yeah. Here's a layup for you. Number one receiver. They oh. got about eight guys that pick here on ESPN. This is the unanimous number one. Yeah, it's got to be Tyreek. That would be Tyreek Hill. C.D. Lamb comes in at number two. Keenan Allen, Amon Ra. And A.J. Brown round out your uh, your top five. Alave, Pittman, Tank, Dell, Ayuk, and Waddle. I, I think Jaylen Waddle. Waddle enters I, the, I like uh, Waddle. I like Waddle this week. Everybody likes Waddle. He's he's a fan favorite. And then defense is here. <laughs> I guess he was number one. To whoever plays the Jets. Oh, good point. Yeah, the Atlanta. Falcons. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins at number two. The Rams at number three. Cowboys four. Jags five. How big is uh, the point thing on the uh, on the defense? Is team defense? So you get uh, you start with ten, and then it goes down from there. Like however many points your team gives up, whatever your scoring is, it goes down. But then you get one point for a sack, you get two points for a turnover, you know, pick or a fumble. Oh, so you can add on to you the... can obviously get defensive touchdowns. Ooh, okay. So so that stuff can all add up. So your defense. So like if you have the Falcons playing the Jets, like there's a good chance that their defense either pitches a shutout or scores or something. Yes. So that that's a juicy one. And the Dolphins, I think, have a very good matchup here. Uh, the Rams get 
Cleveland. The Rams are the third-ranked defense. They get Cleveland, who uh, I was just seeing that they might start Flacco. You imagine just getting picked up. You've been sitting at home playing with the kids, and you get picked up. And not only do you get picked up, you're starting. That franchise is so shady, man. Like, the bad luck that they have over there. And it's all karma. But <laughs> it, it really no, but it really is amazing. Like, you go from you start the season with the Massage King, who you think is going to be good. He stinks. And then you end up with Joe Flacco. Nobody wants to end up with Joe Flacco who's got to be pushing, what, 50 years old by now? He just said, I'm staying in shape. If you need me, call me. Can always use a couple of nice, big, fat checks. Yeah. That is that is wild. Are right, you on some text? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, if you remembered, is the guy we couldn't replace for seven years because we didn't have the foresight, the purgatory era. Yeah, it was just, just more mediocrity. Yes, you know? a lot of Not that. Not Tanny's fault. I don't blame Tanny for that. Do you? Uh, he had his moments here where he was really, really good. Like I, when we first got him, people go, oh, "He's got a terrible arm." So I go, "Well, that's that's stupid. He's actually got a really good arm. Like not even average arm. It's really good." Now, is it always accurate and all that stuff? There have been a lot of knocks. He he just he he did to me. I can't speak for everybody. I just felt like a lot of people. It just it was time to move on. They the injury just, yeah, made it I, easy. I agree with you, but again, like they didn't you know, exactly set him up for success either. They brought in Mike Wallace. Remember, that was supposed to be the big thing. And then they were like, oh, by the way, those two, the you, you want to talk about no chemistry. Those two had, I, I've never seen a guy come in as a top free agent and have worse chemistry with a quarterback and wide receiver than those two had. I don't know. They throw, I don't even know. Did they throw in the off season together? Ever get to know each other? It was bad. Someone said a Christmas tree is $150 for a six to seven footer. Oh, no, they're expensive. Do they're, they measure them? Do they bring out, like, a tape measure? No, they have them already. You go in, I know oh, it's like, hey, do. this is a 10 to 11, or this is a six-footer. and You strap it to, like, the roof of your, your truck? I do. Or you can have them deliver it. Mm. They like that. They like to deliver, like to do that, put it on, get tips. Not a bad way to go either, Woody. You're a good tipper, so hopefully they uh... – <laughs> You know what I'm good at? You are a good tipper, very good tipper. (laughs) Let me tell you what I am good at. Um, Saying goodbye. (laughs) Who's coming up next? Tease the show for us. We have, uh, is Leroy coming up next? We don't know who's here. Dan Day's here. We know that. All day, Dan Day. Nobody works harder, Len, than Dan Day all day. Make sure you take care of that kid. He's bailed you out a lot, my man, for sure. No question about that. We're out of here.